Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. No matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Spiritual Tools. My name is Melissa Boyd. I am a psychic medium and business strategist, and I'm so happy you've joined us here today on January 7th, 2016. Happy New Year, everyone. So if you're new to the show, welcome. And remember, we are all vibrational beings on this planet having a physical experience. And so each week I bring to you people, leaders around the world that are doing really innovative things and opening up your cells, opening up your vibration, your frequency, your ability to connect. And today I have an amazing guest that's going to talk about yoga and her journey. And so I'm very, very excited to bring her on in a few moments. So I do want to talk a little bit about some um, upcoming events that I have So if you are in the New England area, and uh, particularly northern New England, so New Hampshire, um, Maine, northern Massachusetts, I do have some upcoming events I'd love to tell you about. I'll be bringing back my free meditation series. It's actually a meditate and donate series. And when you meditate and donate, no amount is too small, and donations go to benefit Maine nonprofits, and they're all held at my office at 11 York Street in Kennebunk. On January 28th, a Thursday at 7 p.m., I'll be doing a meditation, free meditation. Of course, if you want to donate, you can. It's, it's to benefit the Centers for Grieving Children. And you can just come and bring a cushion. We start with a, a guided meditation a silent portion, and then chanting meditation. And this month will be focused on the breath and also simple sitting yoga poses because yoga does really quiet the mind, open the heart. And then February 18th at 7 p.m. we'll be focusing on Reiki and folks will be coming that are Reiki practitioners and giving Reiki to people who are coming to the office and that benefits hospice. And then March 10th at 7 p.m., It will benefit a place to start which helps people with dementia and Alzheimer's, their families, as well as helping place them in the care. And that focus is really on um, going within. So those are the upcoming um, meditations I have. I will be doing a group reading. It's It's a large group reading of 55 people. Although I won't be reading all 55 people, It will be an opportunity for folks to see um, mediumship in action. So it's a demonstration of mediumship called Remember My Love, Messages from Spirit. And that will be on February 13th at Duffy's Tavern in Kennebunk, Maine. It's $50 per person or two for 90. There'll be appetizers served as well. And I'm very excited about this event, and it is filling up quickly. So do um, get your tickets soon on my website at melissaboyd.net. And if you are like many who are right now in this world looking at reigniting your creative business, we're really coming into a time now where people are going into their hearts and looking at what brings them joy, and then businesses open up around that because really we're moving into a time in 2016 where what you focus on expands, and when you're living your heart mission, 
abundance just happens. You know, financial success just happens. It's not about being hard anymore. It's really about this new flow. So I'll be teaching a class on this February 3rd, 10th, and 17th from 6.15 to 8.30 at my office in Kennebunk. And in April, I'll be having um, Expand Your Intuition. We'll be meeting for five weeks. Every person in the class receives my meditation CD, a pendulum, and handouts and activities to really expand your intuitive abilities. That includes mediumship. It includes telepathy. So it's a very, very exciting um, event and in April as well. And these classes are starting to fill up, so I do want to let you know. I do have vibrational yoga, and that's yoga to clear your chakras. I also channel your loved ones in spirit, so it's a very um, deep uh, cymatic experience. So cymatics is the energy of sound opening up your cells and allowing them to to create a, a new resonance within your body. That will be, I will be at April 2nd or 3rd. I'll be at Willard, Willard Beach Studio in Cape Elizabeth, Maine. And on April 30th or May 1st at Greener Pastures in West Falmouth, Maine. So those are some upcoming events. All can be found on my website at melissaboy.net. I do offer readings in person as well as Skype and phone. So wherever you are around the world, I can meet you there energetically. So. That's that. So very, very um, exciting stuff coming up in 2016. So now, long awaited, <laughs> I am so excited to um, have Sarah DeVillo on my show. So let me tell you a little bit about Sarah. Um, before I read her bio, I just want to say I've had the privilege of meeting her. She is just a fantastic being. And talk about a vibrational energy. She has just this really um, vibrant energy, a vibrant light, very compassionate person. So I'm just so excited to have her on the show. Sarah is an acclaimed yoga teacher and author of the best-selling book, Where in the Om Am I? One Woman's Journey from the Corporate World to the Yoga Mat. NIEA winner for Best Memoir, selected by Shape Magazine as a best book, and chosen by Working Mother Magazine as one of the top eight memoirs of the year. Sarah teaches and speaks nationally on using yoga tools to find life balance, direction, and fulfillment. She has appeared on CBS and the Huffington Post Live, as well as in Forbes, USA Today, Boston Magazine, and more. Sarah's classes are welcoming, nourishing, and transformational offering students of all levels the possibility to step back, breathe deeply, and profoundly experience wellness, balance, and calm. Sarah was also selected as one of seven Athlea brand ambassadors in the country and provides free health and wellness events to the Boston community. Sarah DeVello, author, Where in the Om Am I, Best Memoir Winner, and Shape Magazine book selection. So I'm so excited, Sarah, to welcome you to Spiritual Tools. Welcome. Oh, Melissa, thank you so much. I am just absolutely delighted to be here with you. Thank you. Well, I know people are wondering, you know, what a great title. Where in the OM am I? Um, <laughs> so will you tell us a little bit about um, yourself and where in the OM did you get where you are and how did you get there? <laughs> 
<laughs> Absolutely, and thank you for that lovely and warm introduction. I am just over here smiling ear to ear um, with gratitude for for your extremely kind words. So thank you for that. Um, and as you said, I'm an author that lives here in Boston with my 13-pound mutt who I rescued from Texas and my husband um, who I didn't rescue but who also lives with me. And um, I, yeah, I travel around the country and uh, and teach, share tools that I have found to be helpful for me in um, finding my path and living my dharma. And the way that I found myself here where uh where I where in the oh my I am now is you know I was working in the corporate world um I had actually worked my way through college I came up um from a super poor family and I worked my way through college and then after college you know I had all these student loans to repay so I got a job working in finance um because that happened to be the industry that was hiring at that time and you know just put my nose to the grindstone and and you know got focused on, you know, meeting each task and, you know, completing each task and meeting deadlines and doing what needed to be done. And I never looked up and I never looked back. I just, you know, trudged ahead and did what needed to be done um, and sort of ignored this whispering voice that then began nagging and eventually started, you know, yelling, you're in the wrong place. You know, where, what are you doing with your life? And finally, after years and years of this, um, I couldn't ignore it anymore. And so I um, eventually left my job and started teaching yoga, which is something that I had been studying on nights and weekends as a, a way to um, sort of you know, cleanse myself and uh, rejuvenate myself after working in finance, um, which is, I think, something that happens when you're working in an industry or in a job that doesn't feel authentic to you, that doesn't feel right for you, eventually that that is eroding to your sense of self and to your identity and eventually to your soul. And so, you know, I was looking for outlets to rejuvenate instead of addressing the root of the problem, which is that I wasn't where I was supposed to be. So I started doing yoga as a way to rejuvenate. And then I started studying yoga as a way to deepen that work. Um, and eventually I, I quit my job and started teaching yoga, which I thought I'd just take the summer off and, and do that, and then I'd go right back into the corporate world. But then I realized um, I didn't, you know, that wasn't being true to myself and that wasn't being authentic. And so um, I took some time off to just teach and, frankly, to gather the courage that I needed to write the book that I had always wanted to write. And, and that was that was how I found myself here. You know, it's so inspirational because so many people think, well, yes, wouldn't it be great to leave your corporate job and to um, teach yoga and to travel the world and write books, but you've, you've done that. And so I really feel that your book is an inspiration to so many people. Have you found that in, um, in talking with folks? And I'm sure that, that you know, you've inspired so many people. Oh, thank you so much, Melissa. You know, I have found that, and that has been so incredibly rewarding and validating and just this absolutely um, incredible experience. You know, when I'm going around um, leading workshops at yoga festivals and literary conferences, you know, book clubs, women's groups, whoever it is um, that, I, that I'm talking to, the it's so amazing when someone comes up and says, I feel like you wrote about me. I'm in exactly the same place. 
I feel stuck. I feel trapped. I don't know how to get out. I don't know what else I do. You know, I just feel lost. And when they tell me that my book has, you know, been a source of comfort or inspiration or, frankly, just a source of laughter, um, Mm. it is an amazing experience. It is just, you know, every writer's dream to sit, to know that someone out there has received the book exactly as you meant it. You know, they really get it, like really, mm. really get it. And you just feel this incredible sense of connection. And, and you know, it's, it's like, okay, you know, day made, week made. I, <laughs> I get, it's time to go have a glass of wine um, because it's just everything that I could have hoped for. And it's an absolutely an amazing experience, um, you know, to know that someone actually just, you know, I get messages from people I've never met as well who I haven't gotten to connect with at festivals. You know, someone will send me a message on Facebook or, you know, post on my wall and say, this just happened a week ago. I, you know, I read your book a year ago and I finally gathered the courage to, to quit my job. Thank you. I don't know. How, I don't know how to say wow. thank you, but I just want you to know that I did this. And I mean, you know, all I can do is just say, I am so happy for you. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's really just such an inspiration because I really feel that your bravery and courage and just following your path is really helping other people open up. And, you know, just this week I was reading um, somewhere that uh, people are making a resolution to meditate and to do more yoga. And so that was like the number one resolution for 2016. So there's something catching on here, do you know, um, which is really, really exciting. That is exciting. It's it's super exciting. And, you know, in the classes, I teach a few classes here in Boston, and, you know, I'm seeing more people um, after the New Year's. And it's it's wonderful to see because I think that, you know, yoga and, frankly, writing can be such a tool for awakening and transformation. And to see more people being drawn to that and being interested in that is is really wonderful because, you know, I really think of myself as a writer, you know, as an author who uses yoga as a tool for transformation and awakening for both myself and my students on and off the mat and, frankly, on the page and off the page. And to see that work spreading and resonating and seeing more people attracted to it is incredibly rewarding. Um, and, so, and, you know, um, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go, you go. Oh, I just was going to say, you know, as I travel around and I teach these workshops around the country, it's wonderful to see, too, because when I first started, I thought that I would mostly see younger people people, you know, sort of coming right out of college and or starting starting their career, more at the beginning, uh, you know, or a couple of years in who are kind of thinking, where in the OM am I? You know, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. It's a question that we're all asking ourselves more and more frequently. I mean, I still ask myself that. And I definitely have that contingent of people, which is wonderful. Um, I love helping people to you know, start to ask those questions and and setting them on that path or helping them along it in any way that I can. But what's also really wonderful and unexpected is seeing people who are sort of in a transition phase, you know, who have done the high-powered corporate career thing or who have done the parenthood thing and now the kids are off to college or they're at a certain level of their career and they're saying, okay, what next? 
you know, right. what's the next chapter going to hold up? Of course, I'm thinking in chapters because I'm still <laughs> still in my writer brain over here. But, you know, what is that next chapter going to hold and and what will that be like? And to see that that contingent of people is also really exciting. You know, I think there's people listening who are saying, you know, I I think about yoga, but I don't think I can do yoga. And what does yoga really do for me? Um, what would you say to a person who's listening saying, how can yoga change your life? What would you tell them? I would say, first of all, you know, I don't think I'm very good at yoga either. <laughs> so let's just put that out there. I am not the most flexible or, you know, the strongest or the best, whatever that means. Um, because I don't really care about that stuff. Um, and that's actually a really big concern that I have about the industry right now is that, you know, you see the cover of these magazines or you see very popular yoga people on Instagram and they're doing all these crazy inversions and, you know, legs behind their head and bouncing <laughs> on one pinky while they're, you know, you know, drinking a cup of tea and, and, you know, their legs are in full lotus somewhere, you know, up toward the sky. It's like, I can't do that. And, and frankly, I don't want to do that, but I am worried that it, you know, that it, that people see that and, and think, gosh, I could never do that. So therefore I cannot do yoga. And so I just want to say, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. I don't try to do that in my own practice, and I certainly don't teach that. I don't teach any inversions. I don't teach any arm balances because that, to me, is not what yoga is about. Yoga, for me, in its purest sense, is, again, a tool for transformation and awakening on and off the mat. And if you can sit, and it doesn't have to be on the yoga mat, and it doesn't have to be on the floor, it can be in a chair, it can be standing, it can be however you're comfortable, and close your eyes and breathe, then you're doing yoga. And that's all I'm interested in, is using yoga as a tool to quiet the mind and therapeutically address anything going on in the body, any pain that you're having, release those tight spots, and get you to a place where your body is comfortable and 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 well and glowing with vibrant energy and health and you can then quiet the mind and from that place of quiet and solitude and silence connect to that deep, wise, knowing voice inside of you and mm. that voice always knows the answers and let that voice guide you and let that voice guide your writing and let that voice guide your decision making and let that voice infuse you with the courage to take that next step to find your path and live your dharma or take that transition to the next chapter. You know, I'm getting chills as you're talking because, um, and I've heard this on the show, but I'll say it again, you know, when the moment I met you and read your book and you have gone to your blog and all this, I just totally relate with you because I was, you know, I was a lobbyist. I was working in D.C. I was working in, you know, Maine. I was constantly going and going and just moving up that ladder and doing this and doing that and <clears throat> I was neglecting my body and being you know 330 pounds and the doctor saying you know you're probably going to have a heart attack next year if you don't lose over 100 pounds and thinking how the heck can I do this and um, yoga was also my entree into you know really stopping and saying what am I doing you know and um, 
there's not a lot of people that are willing to do that. And I, I just admire you for saying, yes, I'm going to do this. And just talking about yoga the way you talk about it, because I completely agree. I've probably done a back bend twice in my life, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's amazing though what happens when you do come to the mat and you come to stillness and silence and it's just really, you know, phenomenal. You know, I think about you, Sarah, and I think, you know, there's one thing it's one thing to say, I'm going to, you know, leave my job, my corporate job, and I'm going to teach yoga. But then it's another thing to say, I'm going to put myself out there and tell my story and tell my challenges and struggles and fun things that I've experienced to the world. And so when did you decide to write your book? And maybe talk a little bit about the process of doing that for yourself. Absolutely. And and first of all, I just want to commend you on the tremendous um, courage and transformation that you have undertaken personally and professionally. And from the moment that I met you um, at the Maine Yoga Festival, it just was an, an instant and amazing connection because I think you are an incredible and utterly beautiful human being inside and out. And mm. I think that, you know, the transition that you have undertaken is, is, is very similar, actually, you know, coming from that big job that mm-hmm. starts to define you, starts to become who you are and take on, you know, especially here in the U.S. where, you know, we're workaholics. We are, who you know, what we do. You know, the first thing people ask you is, oh, what's your name? What do you do? <laughs> As though what you do is who you are. And then it starts to become who you are. And so, you know, that actually is something that I want to talk about to answer your question, which is it is terrifying. It is very, very scary to step away from that identity. It is very, very Mm. scary to give up the big job or the identity or whatever it is that has defined you and become who you are or, or who you thought that you had to be for however long you've been doing it. And so the answer, I think, to your question is, you know, something I want to talk, talk about is fear. It is not easy to leave your job, you know, your big, fancy, you know, corporate job or your lobbyist job. It is scary because of a lot of legitimate reasons and also a lot of possibly imagined reasons, you know. And I talk about this in my workshops a lot, but, you know, it's because it's important because we're all scared. We're all you know, working through these fears. And, of course, there's the financial security, and it's scary to leave the big paycheck. And there's, you know, the identity, and there's the, you know, starting to identify yourself by, you know, that title. You know, Sarah DeVello, mm-hmm. comma, you know, head of PR for the $750 billion business. There's Melissa Boyd, comma, lobbyist. You know, these things... Are, take on a certain value in our workaholic American culture. So it's Absolutely. very scary to, 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 to take the comma and whatever comes after it away from your name. And that was very scary for me as well. And so I just want to put that out there that neither you nor I is taking that lightly. For anyone oh, who's listening who's who's thinking about this, we acknowledge and are there with you and have faced, both Melissa and I, I'm sure have, you know, have faced that same fear, that same insecurity in making that transition. So that's the first thing I want to say. Um, The second thing is, yes, it is also equally scary 
and perhaps in some ways even scarier, to then say out loud that thing that you've kept inside for so long. I want to write a book. I want to do this. Whatever this is, this brave, terrifying, risky thing that you maybe didn't even have the courage to admit to yourself, let alone to those around you. And so to, to take that, that little thing that you've held inside as your secret wish for so long and to bring it out and say, you know what, I'm going for it. And I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't work out, <laughs> but this is my one glorious, adventurous life, and I am going to go for it because if, if not now, then when? And that's a question that I always put to my students. If not now, then when? And if mm. not you, then who? Mm. And... That was a question that I had to finally put to myself because I knew from the time that I was five years old that I wanted to write a book. As soon as I realized that people wrote those books on the library shelves that I loved so much that comforted me and inspired me and uplifted me and entertained me and made me laugh when things were hard, someone had written those books and be one of those people that did that. If I could gather the courage to to put myself out there as a writer, as an artist, as a creator of this thing, of this book. And it was freaking scary. It was really scary. But I knew that if I didn't do it, I wouldn't be able to live with myself because I knew that was the one thing I was sure of that I had to do. And so, um, you know, I dug deep and, and I did it. And and I think it's also even scarier. There's an additional level of vulnerability. Now we're like 10 levels in of fear. But there's an additional level of <laughs> vulnerability. <laughs> when you write that book, you know, you put your work out there as an artist. And not only are you putting your work out there, yourself out there as the writer of this work, the creator of this art, but the story is about you. <laughs> and you're the right. main character. And it's your life and it's your career and it's your choices and it's your marriage and you're just putting yourself out there naked and vulnerable and saying judge me (laughs) you know and it's very scary but again you know I think that it gets to a point where you if not now then when you know at the at the end of your life are you going to feel good about the your the fact that you didn't write it if you don't gather the courage mm. to do it. And so that was what finally motivated me. And I think the other thing, too, that that um, has it was helpful for me and that I always share is when you think about what has been helpful to you on your journey, whether it's a book or a song or another person, none of us got to where we are by ourselves. Someone or something inspired us or supported us or gave us just what we needed at just the right time. And it's also a way of thinking of what if they hadn't had the courage to put themselves out there? There, mm. What if they hadn't the courage, had the courage to say that thing that, they, that you needed to hear or write that book that you needed to read or that article that, that, that came to you just at that exact right time when you were really sad or low or whatever it was. And, you know, this is a chance for you. I looked at it as this was a chance for me to become a, a link in that 
heritage of people sharing their stories and sharing their journeys and in that supporting someone else's journey, supporting someone else's next step. And so it almost started to feel selfish not to do that because what if those people hadn't written theirs and and I hadn't had that inspiration just when it had helped me? Absolutely, and I really feel the way you've written your book is it's it's funny, it's hard, it's you know it's it's amazing, and I feel that the reason that your book is so successful is because you are true. Do you know? I really feel that. <clears throat> um, oh, Melissa, thank you so much. And people are probably listening, going, going. Okay, where in the OM am I, and where in the OM can I get this book? So would you tell us that now? Because <laughs> I'm sure our listeners are like, okay, how do I? connect with Sarah, what can I do, and what other upcoming workshops. So I'm just going to pause and ask you to talk a little bit about that now so that people can um, you know, follow you on Facebook and, you know, that type of thing. So, Oh, great. Yeah, I would love that. Um, so I'm on all the social medias. Um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are my favorites, um, and I post on there. I love to hear from people on all the platforms, so feel free to um, I would love to connect with your listeners um, and feel free to message me with any questions, post me with any questions. I love to talk about this stuff. I am passionate about this. And um, I will be, I have some upcoming uh, super exciting events. So uh, the Museum of Fine Arts here in Boston is launching a program called Namaste at the MFA, which is super cool. They asked me to kick it off. So that launches this Saturday, January 9th, 2016. And so you get to go into the museum before it opens, which is very sort of night at the museum, Ben Stiller. You know, it's like <laughs> <That's> who, <great. laughs> who knows what could happen in there with, before it opens. And you get to do yoga in there. And then you get to stay and enjoy the art all day. So that I'm really excited about. Um, I'm speaking at a bunch of um, private events through the spring. Um, and then I am thrilled to be teaching at the Nantucket Yoga Festival this year. That is July 9th and 10th, 2016, and the Cape Cod Yoga Festival, which is Love Yoga Fest on Cape Cod, and that is August 6th and 7th, 2016. So I am super excited about two um, events. And I'm also at the Muse in the Marketplace Literary Conference, and that is April 30th through May 2nd here in Boston. And I'm going to be talking there about um, yoga as a tool for creativity. So how mm. to use yoga tools and other Eastern tools to access and ignite the innate creative energy that dwells within us all, specifically as a tool for writing. So I'm really excited about about these events this spring. Wow, and that is, that's very exciting. Thank you. I'm super excited. So, yeah. And... Um, can people buy your book on Amazon, or what's the best place for them to go? Oh, yes. So it's definitely available on Amazon. It's available both as an ebook on your Kindle or iPad, and um, as well as a paper book. So um, Amazon, both ebooks and paper books. And then it's also available in um, some independent bookstores throughout the country as well. So I always say shop local. Um, and support your local independent bookstore. So hopefully they are carrying it as well. And if not, then have them request it. <laughs> and yeah, uh, oh, and because I always want to shop indie. Mm. So um, 
this is fantastic. I mean, the work that you're doing. And so, you know, let's take you a year from now. What is your vision for your work? Or what is your vision for, you know, inspiring people? You've shared a lot with us, but is there something, you know, if you could, if you could touch everybody's hearts right now out there, what would you say your vision is for them or the work or the yoga? What would you say? So, in a year from now, um, I, you know, I plan to keep doing what I'm doing, which is traveling around, um, connecting with people, meeting people, sharing the tools that have worked well for me, and just spreading spreading um, this work and sharing this work into the world with the world. Um, I'm also writing my second book. Um, and so my first book was, you know, all about finding your path, living your dharma, and... Um, you know, and there's also a lot of other themes in there, such as, you know, inauthenticity versus authenticity, being true to yourself, um, you know, sort of the dark, there's also the touches on the darker side of the corporate world, the darker side of the yoga world, again, just about keeping, you know, being really authentic and keeping it real. And, um, you know, it's also, you know, hopefully funny, just um, to see people, you know, lightening, lightening things up. Because um, I think, you know, laughter is healing, and we all can use a good laugh. So my next book oh, is, and that was, a, you know, everything in there is, is totally true. So that's a tr- that's a 100% true story, and it's the story, you know, of my journey from working in financial services to teaching yoga and all of the super crazy people in both worlds. Um, my next book is totally different. So I am not, this is not a memoir. It's not about me. It is actually a true crime story, and it takes place in the 1920s. So there will be some messages, some of the same, you know, messages in there about finding your path, being authentic, as told through these um, true life, real world characters. Um, But it's also going to have a big mystery element and it's going to be um, super cool because it takes place in the Roaring Twenties, and and the Roaring Twenties are really fun. So um, in a year, I, I hope to have that book out, and um, we'll continue um, to work toward that. And looking forward to putting that out there again to share these inspirational characters' journeys, um, and also just to entertain and inspire people because, you know, again, you look around at the news and things can get pretty heavy out there and if you're mm. reading the news every day, it can feel pretty heavy and it can start to, you know, bring you down if you're a sensitive, open-hearted person, which I think everyone on this listening to this probably is. Um, yeah. And so I think that, you know, sometimes you just need an escape from that and you need something mm-hmm. to to really go into it, you know, just to take you out of, what's going on out there and lift you up and lighten you up and make you laugh mm. and, you know, make you just be inspired and entertained by the story of these other these other folks. So I'm looking forward to putting that out there. You know, it sounds amazing. And some of the things you were talking about, it makes me think of, um, I think I feel that we're coming into a time now where people want to you know, I think we've grown up in a culture where it's like, you know, let's sit home, have dinner, watch TV. People have gotten so accustomed to that. But I feel that now people are becoming more active and, you know, having innovative, creative events, you know, even like I think of the poetry slams and things like this and um, this creative um, namaste yoga piece that you're doing. 
I feel that people are wanting to connect with community more and the experiential activities are going to become more common for people in the future. I think that's exactly right and so beautifully said. Uh, I'm seeing the same thing. You know, people are getting more interested in meditation, exactly as you said, mindfulness, being, you know, living a more aware life, making more mindful choices both for themselves um, and, you know, personally, professionally, for their families and looking to just, looking for something more, you know, looking for Mm. that deeper sort of connection to themselves and to others and seeking out other like-minded people. And, you know, I think exactly what you said, people, it's not enough anymore to just go to work, check the box, you know, check in at 901, leave at 459, not feel good about what you've done, not feel good about what you're doing, what you're contributing, and just be like, Mm. well, it's a paycheck. A paycheck isn't enough anymore. It's something. It is something. And that's important, but it's no longer enough. People are looking for that deeper level of connection, that deeper level of fulfillment, and to live in a in a bigger, brighter, more illuminated way. And, and I think that's incredible, and I am thrilled to be part of that and to be a part of this more, you know, deeper seeking community and to support that and be a part of that in any way that I can because I think it's awesome. Oh, yes, absolutely. So this show is called Spiritual Tools, and um, I'm not going to let you use yoga. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, you know, um, because I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite spiritual tool besides yoga that you would use for yourself that you'd like to share with our listeners? I use meditation as a tool for both my own personal rejuvenation and also as a tool for centering myself and for courage the courage to write bravely and open-heartedly to share and the courage to stick to it and keep going even when it's hard which it is sometimes as all of our paths you know have challenges and it is really an invaluable tool so if i'm having trouble writing or I'm stuck or I'm stuck with a scene or I'm stuck with, you know, whatever it is that it has gotten hard for whatever reason, I step back and I take five minutes to meditate and to really center and root myself and connect and to set an intention for my writing that day. And that's something that I try to do every day before I start but then I also use it as a tool if I get stuck. And Mm. I have found it to be really helpful for me. And again, when I'm feeling depleted or run down or, you know, whatever it is, you know, the holiday season is wonderful, but it's also there's a lot of demands. So, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people are feeling depleted. I just talked about this in my classes. I was feeling depleted, taking that time to sit and breathe and to release anything you need to release and receive energy exactly as you need to receive it, where you need to receive it, when you need to receive it is for me a powerful tool. And I think just, you know, taking that time to sit and, you know, placing your hands on your heart or wherever you feel like you could need a little extra rejuvenation and breathe into that space knowing that breath 
which work, breath work, which in Sanskrit is called pranayama, that prana is life force energy in Sanskrit. So breathing that prana, that life force energy into Mm -hmm. your heart or wherever you need it and allowing yourself to receive that energy and to be rejuvenated and revitalized in a really deep way is for me a very powerful tool and a tool that I share with my students as well. That is beautiful. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, Melissa. So thank you so much. I want to I want to thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing with our listeners. And so everyone listening, go out and buy either ebook, your local bookstore, Where in the Ohm Am I? <laughs> <laughs> and um and th- thank you again. I namaste to you. Namaste. Oh, Melissa, thank you so much. I am such a fan of you and your work, and thank you so much for having me on. I have had so fun talking about this stuff with you, and, and just it is such beautiful work that you do, and I am thrilled to talk about um, the, this work that I'm doing and to share this with your listeners. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Okay, be well. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Okay, amazing. Are you inspired? Are you just uplifted? Um, really dynamic, um, connecting yoga and writing and all of these pieces together. So I want to um, end today's show with just a little bit of a meditation. So go ahead and close your eyes. Just take a nice deep breath in. Hold it and gently exhale. Just connect to your breath and your body. Relax your shoulders. Soften your eyes. Just allow yourself to sink into this moment. Maybe have the palms of your hands open. Relax your jaw. And just be in the moment. No judgment, no worry, just now. And as you breathe in and out of your nostrils, feel that breath rising and falling. And see if you can breathe all the way down to the base of your spine. Maybe wiggle your fingers and toes just to bring energy inside of them. Allow yourself this time of stillness. And I want you to call in your mind three things that you're grateful for. You can bring in an image or a word. Just allow them on the screen of your mind Bring these three things that you're grateful for into your awareness. And imagine that you're swallowing them all the way down into your heart and see these three things growing that you're grateful for. Gratitude helps to lift us up. It's like feeding the soul 
feeding the seeds of your soul. And then now, since it's 2016, we're in a new year. Maybe think of a word or a phrase that you'd like to breathe into your heart and send out to the planet. So if we all do this intentionally together, it will bubble up and be sent because thoughts are things and they create a resonance. So what is your wish for the planet, for the people, for the earth? Breathe into your heart like a bubble and then allow it to lift up and to go out into the world. Continue to breathe and relax and deepen. As you do this, your mind and your body will shine. So feel yourself shining forward. Feel your heart open and extended. And on the hands, what I'd like you to do is to touch your first thumb and finger to touch on each hand. Inhale, and as you exhale, I'm going to ask that you just do a little hum. So inhale, and then as you exhale, hmm. Maybe do this three times. Inhale, and as you exhale, just hum out. Feel the buzzing in your fingers. Feel the buzzing in your throat and in your chest. And as you inhale and hum out three times, just remind yourself that you're a vibrational being and that your thoughts can change your destiny, that your thoughts can change this reality. And now imagine you can feel a beautiful crystal wave of light just swirling around your forehead, cascading all the way down your body, washing away anything that doesn't serve you. And we're going to end with Om Shanti Shanti, which means breathe peace, be peace. You are the peace. So sending you peace, love, and joy. May you be one and may you be well. And thank you for joining me on Spiritual Tools. And please visit me at melissaboyd.net and be sure to check out Sarah DeVello and her book, Where in the Om Am I? Have a beautiful evening and namaste.